Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, May 14th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Jay Powell continues his call for more fiscal stimulus to help avoid long-term economic damage from the pandemic. And BMW has come under fire for plans to go ahead with proposing a dividend payout at its virtual annual meeting today, despite asking the German government for subsidies. Plus, collateralized loan obligations, or CLOs, and the leverage loans that underpin them have boomed over the past decade. The FT's capital markets correspondent, Rob Smith, will explain why they could be vulnerable in the pandemic. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Yesterday, Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell said Washington's economic response to coronavirus was timely and appropriately large. But we might not have seen the end of it. Additional fiscal support could be costly, but worth it if it helps avoid long-term damage and leaves us with a stronger recovery. That was Mr. Powell talking to the Peterson Institute for International Economics. And this wasn't the Fed chair's first call for more stimulus. During April's Fed meeting, Mr. Powell warned of medium-term economic fallout from the virus and called on Congress and the White House for direct fiscal support that might be needed to limit long-lasting damage. Over the past two months, the White House and Congress passed $3 trillion worth of stimulus measures to fight the economic turmoil caused by the pandemic. Congressional Democrats are pushing for $3 trillion more, but Republicans and the White House are pushing back for several reasons, including the cost. The cost of fighting the effects of coronavirus and the debt needed to support it is something economists are paying close attention to. Speaking to the FT yesterday, OECD Secretary General Angel Gurria warned of the dangers of the extra debt taken on by governments to deal with the crisis, governments that are already heavily indebted. There's a consequence to what we do. Right now, we should, you know, throw the rule book out and we should just deal with the human, the health consequences. There's no doubt about that. And also because the sooner we do, the easier it will be or the less expensive it will be for the recovery. But, you know, there will be consequences. Mr. Gurria also said it could take at least two years before many countries recover from the economic shock. Carmaker BMW has had roughly 30,000 people involved in Germany's Kurzarbeit program. Under the program, companies that are hit by a downturn can send their workers home or radically reduce their hours. And then the state will replace a large part of their lost income. And it's because BMW was relying on the state-sponsored furlough scheme that it's feeling the heat from activists for its commitment to shareholders. Today, at its virtual annual general meeting, BMW will push through with a dividend plan worth a little more than one and a half billion euros. The two and a half euros per ordinary share is almost a third less than the previous financial year. Last week, BMW said its automotive business could make zero profit this year. But should the Munich-based car company be rewarding investors while it also asks for a stimulus package from the government? Well, no says politicians and campaigners. The chief whip of the Social Democrats and the German parliament called this kind of commitment to shareholders the ugly face of capitalism, his words. But BMW isn't the only one going ahead with these payouts. The country's top car makers and suppliers, including VW, Daimler, and Continental, are all pushing ahead with plans to pay a total of roughly 5 billion euros in dividends. 
These companies have enrolled more than 200,000 workers in the country's job retention scheme. Earlier this month, one of the largest U.S. medical staffing companies restructured billions of dollars of debt to stave off bankruptcy. In the process, it's drawn attention to the risks associated with collateralized loan obligations, or CLOs. The company here is called Envision. It was bought by private equity firm KKR a year and a half ago for nearly $10 billion. To fund a good chunk of the acquisition, KKR loaded the company's balance sheet with junk-rated loans and bonds. Investors who backed the loans are now suffering the consequences. Rob Smith, our capital markets correspondent, has more. When private equity buy companies, they actually use a lot more debt than equity. This has always been the way. It's called a leverage buyout. And what they do is they raise debt on the company itself to buy the company. So they raise a product typically called leverage loans or sometimes high-yield bonds. And the biggest buyer of those leverage loans is a vehicle called a collateralized loan obligation. And that's basically a piece of financial alchemy that packages up all these loans into safer bonds that are then sold to other investors. And they look for companies which they think have good recurring cash flows to repay this debt. Um, And 18 months ago, these medical staffing companies that exist in the US looked like one of those companies. It wasn't just KKR and Envision. Blackstone bought a similar company called Team Health. The problem is with coronavirus, although Envision is a healthcare company, you might think that hospitals are incredibly busy right now. Actually, big parts of hospitals are not incredibly busy right now because people are staying away from surgeries that aren't entirely necessary. So Envision's cash flows doing very badly and it's having a lot of trouble servicing the debt. And it's, it's not just healthcare companies. Leverage loans are focused across sectors. It's a market that's grown to more than a trillion dollars. Now, Rob, people argue that these securities, these CLOs, are, are less risky than the collateralized debt obligations that became notorious during the subprime mortgage meltdown over a decade ago. Um, why is that? So yeah, what we've seen, so in terms of the leverage loan market growing, the thing that has grown in lockstep with it is the CLO market. Uh, typically the biggest buyer of leverage loans. The structure is pretty much exactly the same as the CDOs, but the real difference is the collateral. It's it's loans to companies rather than subprime mortgages. And it was the collateral that was the real problem last time around. The whole principle for this thing is you can create very safe investment instruments through diversification. It's the idea that no one's going to default on all these loans at once. You know, until recently, it would have been unthinkable that a load of companies in entirely different sectors would have like sudden sharp drops in their revenue all at once. But due to the lockdown economy, we're we're seeing that. So when a CLO has invested in all these different loans, a lot of them are going to be having issues all at the same time. And Rob, I'm curious, given how things are going right now, how might the CLO model adapt to the current environment? Yeah, so that's a good question. And and what we're seeing at the moment is the CLO machine, as, as you'd call it, adapt to what's going on. For things to keep moving, the people who manage these CLOs, which are 
actually often also the KKRs and Blackstones of this world who are buying the companies because they have big credit investment arms. They need to keep this CLO machine moving. So we have seen new CLOs sold to investors, but they've had much more conservative structures. They're using less leverage. They're not selling super risky tranches to the market. What will be interesting is if in a year or two, that conservatism is permanent or whether it's a temporary thing to work through problems. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.